0: All praises to the Most High, brothers and sisters. I am your host, the Apostle Ruben. Been kind of under the weather uh, here lately, which a lot of people are, which makes it kind of difficult to do the podcast because of coughing and uh, sneezing, different um, allergic reactions to what has taken place over The last few weeks, well, brothers and sisters, this is going to be a short podcast, and I'm calling this podcast abiding in Christ because brothers and sisters, when we abide with Jesus Christ, there are stipulations in abiding with him. Now, most pastors will tell you that you are abiding in Christ, but scripture wise, there is not much they will give you. The first thing we got to understand is, what do we do to abide with our Lord and Savior? What do we do to connect with him? John chapter 14, verse 15. Christ says, if you love me, keep my commandments. And I will pray the Father, and he shall give you another comforter, that he may abide with you forever. Now, this is where they come up with, um, you know, because the Trinity is like, It's it's two doctrines in one. You know, some believe that uh, the Father, the Son, and uh, the Holy Spirit are one. And some believe that the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit are three separate gods themselves. But I'm going to do a podcast on that, and I'm going to cover both parts here in the future. And I want you to look at... um, verse 16 when it says that he may abide with you forever now this is the spirit of god abiding with you now what that does brothers and sisters is when you keep the commandments of god now the spirit of god which over and over and over brothers and sisters i would say that was in the book of acts chapter 5 when we um read acts chapter 5 verse 3 but peter said Ananias, why has Satan filled thine heart to lie to the Holy Ghost? Now, the Holy Ghost is called something else in verse 9. Then Peter said unto her, this is Ananias' wife, how is it that ye have agreed together to tempt the Spirit of the Lord? So, the Holy Ghost is also called the Spirit of the Lord. And of course, brothers and sisters, um the spirit of the lord is all through the old testament that phrase because the spirit of the lord is in the old testament this is why i can't understand why when ministers lie to you and say avoid the old testament they're asking you to avoid the spirit because the prophets had the spirit david and solomon had the spirit moses had the spirit you'll find moses having the spirit again in isaiah 63 verses 10 through 12. you'll find david having the spirit in mark chapter 12 verse 36 and i think it's acts chapter um acts chapter i'll make sure because i don't want to tell you a story I think it's Acts chapter 28, verse 25, you know, saying Isaiah is Isaiah. But when we, brothers and sisters, abide in Christ, it's by keeping the commandments of God. And I'm talking about the Sabbath and the holy days, things that are written in the book, things that you can prove. it says in revelations chapter one revelations chapter one revelation chapter one verse three says blessed is he that readeth and that and they that hear the words of this prophecy and keep those things which are written therein for the time is at hand that keep what's written in the book now we all know that uh the sabbath is continuously mentioned in the book of acts all the way up until um acts chapter 18 and there is no other day that is kept of the week besides the sabbath day and i um had done a podcast episode recently about uh, the Sabbath day, the day of rest. So if you haven't seen that, uh, oh, not seen, excuse me, haven't listened to that podcast episode, brothers and sisters, it'll be a good time for you to do so. I want to go to the book of John, chapter 15, because again, brothers and sisters, abiding in Christ is a little bit different To some than to others. I want to go to the book of John, just a chapter over, chapter 15 and verse 9. I'm going to read a little bit. It says, As the Father has loved me, so have I loved you. Continue ye in my love. Now, this is how we continue in the love of Christ. See, this is what I mean, brothers and sisters, when I say pastors do not read texts. You know, you could go week after week after week without actually reading the text. You can go in and jump and shout and dance. And, you know, and I would say us as poor people, and I don't mean poor, um, no house, no car, no money, no job. I mean poor in spirit, poor in the mind. Older women, older men that have low grade reading levels who don't mind not reading the Bible anyway and just really want to get out of church to go, you know, shop or go out to eat and look at the football game or whatever is going to take place after Sunday church, anyway. John 15 and 10 says, If ye keep my commandments, ye shall abide in my love even as I have kept my father's commandments and abide in his love verse 11 these things have I spoken unto you that my joy might remain in you oh so the joy of Christ is in the commandments his joy and his love is in the law and that your joy might be full. Verse 12. This is my commandment that ye love one another as I have loved you. And brothers and sisters, I I continue to preach this to the choir. You cannot love anybody unless you're keeping the ten commandments. First off. It's not about you loving, I mean, I would say living or thinking that you have to love yourself. The first thing you have to do is learn to love God. God is first in everything. And one of the things that loving God requires is keeping the commandments. You know, they always like to read uh, 1 John four sixteen for God is love, But they don't read John 15 and 10 on down to show you that the love of God is keeping the commandments. See, marriages last when false witness, I I should say there's no false witness, there's no adultery being committed, there is no coveting, there is no murder there's no theft you know the honoring see one of the one scriptures i love in the bible brothers and sisters is titus see titus chapter two and i want to read verse three it says the aged women likewise that they may that That they be in behavior as to becoming holiness, not false accusers, not given to much wine, teachers of good things. Verse four, that they may teach the young women to be sober. To love their husbands, to love their children. And, you know, brothers and sisters, that's not happening. So from the top, you know, from 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 commandment five on back. If we can't get commandment five right, we're certainly not going to have commandment six, seven, eight, nine and ten and not even the first four commandments to God. See, we can't approach God without first understanding how to do what he said among each other. Sober brothers and sisters. Is found in Acts 26, 25. But he said, I'm not mad, most noble Festus, but speak forth the words of truth and soberness. So soberness are the words of truth, the word, the word of truth or the words of truth are found in Psalms 119 and verse 43. Psalms 119 verse 43 says, and take not the word of truth utterly out of my mouth, for I have hoped in thy judgment. So. The soberness is in the words of truth, which is in judgment. And when you are looking at these churches, say, the law is done away, God's moral law, now you can see why things are in chaos and it's time to away. You're going to see, brothers and sisters, it get worse and worse and worse. That's why the Bible, uh, you know, I made a podcast episode talking about, as in the days of Noah, so shall it be when Christ returns. Is there going to be anyone with faith? Remember, Christ, that's why Christ said this in the book of Luke. That's why he said this in the book of Luke chapter 18. I want to read that. Quick. Luke chapter 18. And verse 8 says, I tell you that he will avenge them speedily. Nevertheless, when the son of man cometh. Shall he find faith on earth? This is what he asked. Shall I find anybody with faith on earth? Because faith is more than they teach you. 1 John 3.24. This is the Apostle John recording what he heard Christ say in John chapter 15. And we're going to read it. It says this. 1 John 3, verse 24 says, And he that keepeth his commandments dwelleth in him, and he in him. And hereby we know that he abideth in us by the Spirit. And I want you to understand something. It said by the Spirit he hath given us. Why? Because Romans, see, the apostles don't disagree. Paul doesn't disagree with John. John doesn't disagree with Paul. That's why Romans chapter eight, verse two says, for the law of the spirit of spirit of life in Christ Jesus had made me free from the law of sin and death. The law of sin and death is sacrifice and uh, atonement for sin. You know, the Bible says in um, Hebrews 10:28, he that despises the law of Moses died at the hands of two or three witnesses. So before Christ came on the scene, brothers and sisters, some sin caused death, not all, but many caused death. You got the rocks. They th- they put you in a corner and they threw rocks at you until you fell down to the ground. Blood and all, busted head and all. This is what they don't teach you in Sunday church about the First Testament law, the law that the priests executed on the people. But anyway, the spirit we know by the spirit and notice that spirit is with a capital s which is um emphasis that he has given us by keeping his commandments and we abide in christ by keeping those commandments that's why that's why in the book of uh second john or the second letter of john chapter 9 says whoso transgresses and abideth not in the doctrine of Christ. Now, I want to read that again. It said, Whosoever transgresseth what the law. Let's go back to first John 3 and 4. Whoso committeth sin transgresseth also the law. For sin is transgression of the law. That is all sin. Sin is the transgression of the law. So if you break God's law, you transgress it. His law. It says, Whosoever transgresseth and abideth not in the doctrine of Christ hath not God. And he that abideth, in, but it says, he that abideth in the doctrine of Christ hath both the Father and the Son. What is the doctrine? I'm going to look up these last uh, scriptures for you because I want you to understand what doctrine is. First, I want you to understand that Christ and the Father's doctrine are not different. I want to go to the book, a Proverbs the Proverbs of Solomon chapter 4 verse 2 let's find out what doctrine is this is the only biblical definition of doctrine your pastor will not have it you can go to him year after year and he will not give you the scripture to tell you what doctrine is Proverbs 4 and two says for I give you good doctrine forsake ye not my law so the law is doctrine and Christ says in John chapter 7 verse 16 john 7 verse 16 jesus answered them and said my doctrine is not mine but his that sent me christ's doctrine was the commandments and love the truth and grace as it says in john 1 17. john chapter 7 verse 17 says if any man will will, will to do his will he shall know the doctrine whether it be of God or whether I speak of myself. See, Christ wasn't about his own g- glory. He that doeth the will shall know the doctrine. What did Paul say the will is? Romans 2.18. And knoweth his will and approveth the things that are more excellent being instructed out of the law. The will of God is in Psalms 40 verse 8, the law. I delight to do thy will. That is what Paul, that is not Paul, that is what uh, David said in Psalms 40, verse 8. I delight to do thy will, O my God. Yea, the law is within my heart. You can't do the will of God without keeping the law, the Sabbath, the holy days. Because, brothers and sisters, the reason why this, we're not under the law, we're under grace, has come up because the sunday keeper cannot justify proving or or justify himself because it is not written or i should say they try to justify themselves with certain scriptures because they cannot prove that the worship they're keeping is biblical but they don't abide in christ With that, brothers and sisters, let us continue to read the Bible and pray into the time of the Lord.